Thank you for listening to the Wegmans Wellness Podcast. This is where we share information with you about nutrition and health and provide solutions for living a healthier, better life through food. I am your host, Kirby Bransafort. I'm a registered dietitian and one of your Wegmans nutritionists. And I'm also a new mom. I've got a beautiful six-month-old baby at home. And like many of you, I am looking for ways that are easy to get food on my table that's going to nourish myself and my family. And today we're going to continue our series on inflammation and talk about whole grains and how they're connected to inflammation, what they are, why we care about them, and how to get them on our plate. But before we dive in, I want to introduce my co-host, my guest, Miss Trish Kazakis. And Trish, I'll let you say a little bit about yourself first. Hi, and Trish Kazakis. And like Kirby, I am a registered dietitian and Wegmans nutritionist and a mom, but my kids are a little bit older. I have one in high school and one in college. I also have non-celiac gluten sensitivity. So in addition to understanding how to balance work, family schedules, I also know how to balance special diets when you're thinking about getting dinner on the table. So I love getting to chat with my colleague and friend, Kirby, because we're always learning and sharing things with each other. Yeah, exactly. And I should mention, I mean, it's really a unique experience right now. It's hitting me that I was actually your intern so many years ago. So Trish and I have had a long relationship together, and we do have lots of learnings that we share with each other. And you do always bring a unique perspective, especially because of the fact that you live gluten-free and have to have that balance in your life. Um, And so we are actually going to talk a little bit about that later, but Mm -hmm. first we want to talk about inflammation and how whole grains are related to inflammation. So this is, uh, we've talked a little bit about inflammation in some previous podcasts, and if you weren't tuning in, we'll just kind of level set everybody and give a reminder of what inflammation is and why we care about it. So inflammation itself is not a bad thing. This is a process by which our bodies respond to help heal injury or infection. So it's kind of basically our immune systems doing their job. And sometimes, though, the response, inflammatory response, sticks around, and it's there longer than it needs to be. Sometimes our immune systems can even attack healthy cells. And when inflammation sticks around like that, it's called chronic inflammation, and it's problematic because it's believed to overstress our bodies, put too much strain on us, and it can actually cause or at least worsen many health conditions, things like heart disease, diabetes, or arthritis. That's right, Kirby. And as more people are learning about this connection, um, it often leads them to ask that question, what can I do Mm -hmm. to reduce inflammation? And there are several lifestyle factors that make a difference, but The one that our team obviously focuses a lot on is the connection with one's overall pattern of eating and how that can make a difference. And we've looked at tons of research and and numerous studies are showing that when folks have predominantly a plant-based diet, that that is one of the most effective ways to reduce chronic inflammation, particularly when it's a variety of different foods that are eaten in moderation. Today, we want to focus in on whole grains. Yes. Um, And there is tons that we have to share with folks about whole grains. There are tons of great health benefits with whole grains, but we want to talk about inflammation. And it's really interesting. I know that you and I have talked about this before, that there is this kind of myth out there that whole grains 
cause inflammation. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty pervasive myth. So I wanted to take a little bit of time today to talk about the research that we see that we think is convincing that actually the opposite is true. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's important because we, of course, don't want anybody to fear their food. And I think whole grains is one that we do not need to be afraid of. Um, So I just wanted to talk about some examples of research that we've seen. And the first one is a 17-year study and Trish is nodding her head. And 17 years is like a good long time for a study. A lot of times it's, it's about when my older son was born. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. <laughs> so he he has lived the lifespan of this, this study. And a lot of times with nutrition research, we see things that are done at like a snapshot in time. So it's like what people did for two weeks. So the reason I like talking about things that span time, it's actually looking at what people did for a good portion of their life. Or in the case of your son, his entire life. <laughs> so in any case, this this study really just showed that people that ate whole grains in an amount that was close to the recommended serving, which we say is three servings per day. And we'll give some information about what a serving is later. Um, but when they when they enjoyed on a regular basis, so that close to that serving, th- those three servings per day, they actually reduced their overall risk of mortality from inflammatory diseases. And so, an inflammatory disease is basically one at, at which the inf- inflammation is at the root of it. So things like rheumatoid arthritis and asthma and ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease, even some neurodegenerative disorders. So these are um, pretty common, unfortunately, conditions. And these folks with whole grains in their diet were able to cut their risk of mortality from those by a third, which is huge. Cutting your risk of that by a third is such a big deal. So 30% by the numbers is a pretty big deal, right? Exactly. And just by choosing (laughs) some foods we'll talk about, ways to make it easier a little right, bit later. Right, exactly. And at, at the very least, uh, I mean, they didn't increase the risk for these things. Yeah. So even if you, I mean, there's all sorts of ways to cut and look at research, but at the very least, these folks had whole grains in their diets and did not increase their risk for these inflammatory diseases. Um, and we've also seen multiple studies where people with whole grains in their diet have actually lowered what we call inflammation markers. So these are substances in our blood that actually are indicative of an inflammatory response going on. So multiple studies showing us that people with whole grains have lower markers of inflammation in their bodies, which is, again, I think very powerful. We're also seeing a lot of research about the connection of our, um, what we call the microbiome or microbiota, or as we affectionately call it, our good gut bugs <laughs> to inflammation. And we're seeing how whole grains can actually affect that that community. So these good gut bugs are living or organisms like bacteria. And we're learning that a very rich and diverse uh, community of organisms can actually support the immune system and protect against inflammation. And we want it to be rich and diverse. If you think of like a cross section of our our country, you know, we've got we want a lot of people from a lot of different backgrounds, and that's the way we work best. Great analogy. Oh well, thank you. <laughs> I worked on that one. <laughs> um, and so what we're learning is that so these are living organisms. They need to eat the same way that we do, and what they prefer to eat are things like whole grains and whole plant foods, um, and that's the preferred food for these these good gut bugs. And interestingly, it's the carbohydrates are part of the good or the food for these good gut bugs. Um, they prefer to eat um, a variety of different um, carbohydrates. And ironically, carbs are often the reason that people steer clear of whole grains. And 
I know as dietitians, I mean, how can you count how many times you've heard carbs are bad for me or I need to avoid carbs? And um, it's it's unfortunate that they get a bad rep because, as we know, as dietitians, our bodies kind of run on carbohydrate. It's the preferred source of fuel. So our bodies can we can do without certain things or it it will make do with what it has available. But it's kind of like I would prefer to sleep eight to ten hours. I'm not doing that right now, so I make do because my six-month-old <laughs> has other plans for me, but I don't function that well, right? So it's it's the same thing. This is what the preferred fuel is for our bodies, and we're learning that it's the preferred fuel, or at least part of it, for these bugs. And I keep reading so much about this microbiome or the microbiota, and several people that study it keep saying we need to get good with the idea that we're like, 10% human cells and the rest of us is bugs. So we have to nourish this kind of community that's within us. And then we're seeing the way this ties back really well to inflammation is there is research that specifically shows whole grains can actually increase the diversity of bacteria. So I said that diversity is a really good thing. Um, and it's it's due most likely to those carbohydrates, the fibers, and the variety of plant compounds. So um, really impactful way to, to try to fight inflammation is just with whole grains. Um, so they can also kind of indirectly affect inflammation because they help keep us full. Um, when you've got that all three parts of the of the whole grain, so you've got the bran, you've got the germ and the endosperm, you've got things like fiber and protein that are working really beautifully together to make you feel satisfied. And the way that this helps with inflammation is because, as you mentioned, there's lifestyle factors, right, that can affect inflammation. And one of those factors is overweight and overeating. So if you can help to stave off hunger, and this is a strategy to do that, that's another kind of indirect way that you can help tame inflammation. And we would be remiss if we didn't talk about some of the other great benefits of whole grains besides inflammation. And again, because they are so... um, they seem to be polarizing. So I really like to throw out numbers to say, I think, you know, the research is there to kind of say these things are good for us. So some really great reductions in certain uh, conditions when you when people enjoy whole grains regularly, we see 20 to 30 percent reduction in risks of heart disease, stroke and type two diabetes and as much as 40% for gastrointestinal cancers. So that's, that's, I mean, I don't want to say almost half, but it feels like almost half the risk. And as I was thinking about this, it's GI cancers. It's yeah. in the gut. It is like so much comes back to our gut. And, you know, Kirby, it's interesting you brought up the point about the, the myth that whole grains contribute to inflammation. You know, another myth that I um, hear about is in relation to gluten-free and whole grains. And I I will say this, you know, you and I definitely recognize there are going to be instances where people can't have whole grains, particularly if somebody has an allergy to wheat or an intolerance. We recognize that. And that's where, you know, as registered dietitian nutritionists, if we were working with folks one-on-one, we'd help guide them Mm -hmm. to ways that we can fill in some of the gaps um, that not being able to have whole grains can have. But it it really um, is surprising to me the number of people that are living gluten-free who have this myth that they, too, have to avoid whole grains. Um, It's true. Whole wheat would not be appropriate for somebody that's gluten-free. But there are lots of naturally gluten-free whole grains. A lot of them you might know. Some of them might be new to you. But things like corn, brown rice 
quinoa, some of the ancient grains like amaranth, teff, millet, um, and sorghum. These are all things that are starting to be on the grocery store yeah. shelves. Um, and what's really, really exciting to me, you know, I have been non-celiac, um, gluten sensitive for over 10 years. And in the beginning, when I was looking for alternatives like breads and pastas, a lot of those products were made with starches, mm -hmm. which are not whole grain. But really, in the last couple of years, more and more companies are starting to make gluten-free, grain-based products with whole grains, which is great news because obviously they heard the connection right. of all these benefits. And we want to make sure that everyone that's living gluten-free has the option to really embrace the benefits of whole grains, too. And it is really exciting that we're finding all of these solutions for our customers that live gluten-free, especially, uh, I always have to chuckle, I think we say it so much less now when you'll try something and say, that tastes pretty good for being gluten-free. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like you want it to taste good, period. And I think we have so many more options like that. And then we've got options that help people get whole grains in their diet for the gluten-free customer. But we also have so many awesome solutions for people that don't need to live gluten-free. And um, some of them people might not realize are whole grain options. So things, oh, so go this ahead. Is, yeah. This is the part where we're going to stop talking about nutrition, right? And get down to food, which yeah, we exactly. love talking yeah. about. Yeah, I probably <laughs> might just talk about the things that I like to eat for the next like hour. So, <laughs> which is so exciting. <laughs> so things like, um, I think tortillas and wraps, people don't realize that we've got whole grain options there. And those are especially wonderful for people that kind of move on the go. I know there's a lot of us now that you need something that you can kind of hold in your hand. And so we've got lots of whole grain options with that type of product, um, tortilla chips even, and crackers for snacking. So when you sit down and have those snacks, um, that's actually a pretty common thing for me to do is have crackers or tortilla chips with like hummus. My husband calls it a Kirby dinner because I'll turn it from a <laughs> snack and just kind of have a big pile of stuff that I'm dipping and that's my Kirby dinner. Um, but I always have a whole grain. So I, I just think that those are really great product solutions. Well, not only is it a solution for you right now, but oh, yeah, as your time one <laughs> starts to get bigger, it's a great solution to get kids to eat yeah. whole grains without it really being noticeable to them. Right, like sometimes, they're not eating healthy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Popcorn's another one that a lot of people don't realize is a whole Yes, grain. and I actually, I'm glad that you brought that up because we had, um, we put out a, a question on Facebook and asked people what, what are their questions about nutrition and uh, we wanted to see what types of things were on people's minds and one of the questions that we got is from Brooke. Okay. What What's a good substitute for chips? P.S. I hate nuts and I'm a picky eater. So Right when I read that, I thought popcorn because, first of all, I love potato chips. I am like a potato girl in a potato world. So I I love them and I always have. It's like I don't know why. It's just been my thing. So popcorn is, to me, a solution for me um, because it's a whole grain. So it's giving, giving me something that is really good for me. And you can have so much popcorn for so little calories. It's like a hundred and something calories for three cups or something. A lot of us eat with our eyes. I am the same way. I feel I'm not I'm not immune to that feeling more satisfied when I have a greater volume of food. So popcorn, not to perseverate on popcorn. That's another fun phrase for everyone to try to say. Um, but it's it is a wonderful whole grain option. And so for Brooke, I encourage you to try popcorn. And I don't know if that falls into your picky eating pattern. I mean. 
I hope that it's a solution for you. <laughs> and there's also a growing variety of different types of um, crackers that, again, are, are whole grain, too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's it's the crunch of the chip she doesn't That's, like yes. or, or not. But, yeah. um, but that might be because there's a lot of different uh, textures out yeah. there, some that are very um, uh kind of like the the Triscuit style, as well as ones that are a little bit more with even um, seeds mixed into some of these crackers. Exactly. And I think you're right. I mean, a lot of people are looking for crunch and salt, Mm -hmm. especially with their snacks. So whole grains are, to me, like one of the most obvious. Can you find a whole grain option that feels as satisfying to you as a chip? So um, other things that we have for maybe the grab-and-go customer. So we talked about tortilla chips and, or I'm sorry, well, yeah, those could go on the go if mm-hmm. you want. Um, <laughs> but tortillas and wraps. But we've got some great prepared foods options, right? Yeah, so um, sushi. Um, we do have brown rice sushi and sushi rolls that have quinoa mm-hmm. as well. So it's, again, it's another way um, with my 17-year-old. That was an easy way to get whole grains that he wasn't really aware that they were. 17-year-old eating sushi. Yeah. Very refined household you have. <laughs> Because of their mom, I'm guessing. Uh, (laughs) Um, And even just everyday things like sandwiches on the road. There's Mm -hmm. lots of breads. Um, You mentioned the the, the wraps. Um, Definitely even portable things. For those people that have a desk and they can have things in their pantry at work, mm-hmm. we even got steamable rices Yeah, that make it super easy to add a whole grain really, really quickly at lunch. You can even add them to a soup. Mm-hmm. Um, or what we're doing a lot now at home are kind of making the grain and green bowls. Oh, cool. So, you know, I'll cook up a whole bunch of quinoa or brown rice. We'll save it and we might have it for dinner with, you know, maybe it's a pan-seared seafood one night, but later Mm -hmm. we'll mix that with our greens, our grains. I'll roast up veggies in there, sometimes put like a poached egg on top. So that's something that can be a real quick dinner. It's really good I ate before this because I would be just (laughs) like salivating right now. I kind of am. No one can see it. Thank God. (laughs) So you you mentioned though you cook a bunch up at once. So could you talk a little bit about that? Because this idea of batch cooking, I think, is so much of a solution for you that I think a lot of people could benefit from it. Yep. So um, just to tell you how I came kind of full circle with this, I am the youngest of seven. So obviously batch cooking was the way my mom could feed a family (laughs) of nine. Um, But it was funny when I moved first in with my husband, you know, we got away from that because there was just two of us. But as a mom, that was one of the early things I learned is it saves me time. You know, if if I'm going to be having something like a grain throughout the week to cook it once. A bunch of it all at once. A bunch of it all at once. And then either have it throughout the week or another thing I do is cook it once and then I'll freeze it. A lot of them freeze really well. So I'll put them in individual containers that I can then add my rest of my ingredients that I can have for lunch later by pulling it out. So do you just, you thought you put it in the fridge like overnight? Yep. Yep. Oh, it's so easy. It is easy. Oh and, you know, you can do it a bunch of ways. You can do it on the stovetop, or I've been doing it a lot in the slow cooker. You know, so oh. things like quinoa and brown rice, you can put it in the slow cooker. Perfect for cold low. winter. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Makes it so easy. Uh, steel-cut oats, it's another great opportunity. And a lot of people don't know that you can actually cook oats in a slow cooker. And we've got a slow-cooked Irish oats recipe that's on Wegmans.com. And I think you can actually even use it in our new Instapot that will be available in the winter. Of course, this recipe and lots of other recipes um, for our greens can be found on Wegmans.com. And we even have... um, a function on our website, correct me if I'm wrong, that when you click on a product, it's we've got something that will actually direct you to some of the recipes that it is included in. So we love it in this recipe. So we can show you, hey, here's a product. Here's a way that you could use it. I know um, one of the 
classes that we have in some of our stores, cooking with kids, Mm -hmm. one of the popular recipes is the red quinoa with asparagus and avocado. So, yeah, it is is very exciting, especially when you get kids in the kitchen. That's another way to get them to try it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was also thinking, you know, another way that my kids get um, whole grains is, is with cereal. Yeah. Whether it's actually sitting down with a bowl of cereal or taking it as a dry snack on the go. So that yeah. might be another tip for Brooke if she's looking for a crunchy snack. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't think of things like that. I mean, I always put, I'm, I'm cereal with milk type of girl, so I don't even think of these things. And you have kids and it's, what is it? Mother is the, or no. <laughs> Necessity is <laughs> the mother of invention. <laughs> you got it. I am a new mother and I'm tired. So that's what I'm blaming that little slip up on. <laughs> So, and that's a good point, though. We don't want to forget staples like oatmeal, cereal, bread. These are all ways to get whole grains. Um, and you don't need to do it all the time. We say either make half your grains whole or get three servings a day, whichever whichever way works for you. Um, and if you're looking for information on how to spot a whole grain, um, we do have a Wegmans whole grain wellness key. And we also have on, um, that will be on Wegmans brand products. And then there's also on national brand products, the Whole Grains Council stamp. So these are both, we'll, we'll give information in show notes so folks can see what these look like. They they will tell you you're getting a whole grain product because, again, we said people get confused in the aisle because there's just so much information. This is just one way to tell at a glance that you're getting a whole grain. And then we'll also help people um, understand other ways to find whole grains and what a serving is Um in our show notes. So we'll link to Whole Grains Council website there and, and give some information on how to know if you're getting a serving. But really it can just be half the grains that you have now, make them whole grain. Absolutely. Um, and so that kind of leads me to, you know, a challenge that we want to put out to people, um, a call to action, one small change that maybe you can make to include more whole grains in your diet. One way is to make half of them whole. And that doesn't even necessarily mean to be sitting back and thinking, well, how many whole grains do I have today? And that was three of them, so maybe I need to have one and a half of them. It doesn't have to be that hard, right? So you can think to yourself, I really like white rice. Well, could you, next time you have white rice, say you have a half a cup, could a quarter of it be brown rice and a quarter of it be white rice? Because that's a way to include more whole grains, but also to acknowledge the fact that you like white rice. Or maybe that doesn't work for you. Maybe you do it another way. A uh, simple swap that worked for us that actually I can enjoy too is lasagna. So I actually use a whole grain brown rice gluten-free lasagna oh, noodle okay. and then just use the, the recipe that I have and it works out great. And again, introducing it with the red sauce, they don't even notice it yeah. has a little bit. Because sometimes, especially with kids when they're younger, yeah. they notice the difference. Especially no? with pasta too. I mean, that's a that's a sticking point. I'm like a, I'm kind of a white pasta type of person. So that's not one of my grains that I do whole. Usually. So Mm -hmm. that's, and like we said, that's not, um, you don't need to make them all whole, but with you, this, this works really well, right? Works really well. And other swaps that, I mean, it's just think of if you have white rice, brown rice, white bread, whole wheat or whole grain bread. Um, other swaps might be like a, uh, a cereals. If it's not a whole grain cereal, can you find a whole grain cereal? Just find one spot to swap. And that's another area where you can even mix too. You can mix a whole grain cereal with a refined grain is another way of kind of baby stepping towards getting more whole grains in the diet. Exactly. So there's lots of ways to do it. um, And um, maybe just trying one new grain product. If you've got a lot of grains in your diet already, could you just try a new one? Just make it kind of more fun and exciting. Or find a recipe on Wegmans.com that sounds good to you. Um, These are all things that you can do to, like you said, take a small step towards a really uh, impactful change. 
Um, and so kind of pulling it all together, we've got this chronic inflammation that we started talking about. See, we did. We got so hung up with the food. I forgot. Where do we start? So we've got this chronic inflammation that's problematic. It's stressful for us. It could cause or worsen health conditions. And we've got a way to fight it. And that is through diet. And one of those ways is with whole grains. Um, it's not the only way, but it's a great way. It's a delicious way. And we've got lots of um, products and solutions, recipes that can help you get there. And Kirby, hopefully the, the tips that you outline for people will make them feel empowered to yeah. embrace whole grains. Yes, yeah, because they're not to be feared. They're to be loved. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, Trish, so much for coming today. It was so much fun and to hear your perspective. And um, I know that I learned something, which is not surprising. Anytime we talk, I learn something new. I learned too. Thank <laughs> Great. <laughs> and thanks everyone that listens. And I hope you found something that you're going to do with grains that you are excited about. And we are wishing you a healthier, better life through food.